Ba-da-ba-ba-bum. It's Richard Sons, Richard of, Sons Anarchy. of Anarchy. Motorcycles. Tattoos. And then tits. Another motorcycles. And guitars. And guns. And more guns. And knives. And guns. And money. And motorcycles. And motorcycles. And motorcycles. And chicks. And tattoos. And motorcycles. And tattoos. Is that cool? That's really cool. That was cool? Yeah. All right. Thanks, dude. badass. That was cool, right? Yeah. That was like... It was cool? Yeah. All right, sick. Uh, hey, everybody. I'm Alan Richardson. I'm Jimmy Richardson. And we are the Richard Sons of Anarchy. We've been... Uh, if you're new to this show, what we've been doing is watching Sons of Anarchy in random intervals of episodes, uh, mostly so that we can get through it. And so that way, you never have to watch this show. It'll save you lots of time. Lots of time, quite frankly. Mm. We're spending a lot of time watching this show and then reporting on it, because that's what this is, right? Yeah. I mean, this is us doing our duty. Yep, this is us giving you a full, comprehensive recap of every single little bit of information about Sons of Anarchy. Everyone. Everything you can imagine. Yeah. So you don't have to watch it and save you... We we will save you lots of time. Yeah, and all these episodes are shorter than an episode... Well, shorter than the amount of episodes they cover. Right. Sometimes it's about an entire season. Sometimes it's about one episode. But usually, you know, we try to just get this over with with everything, because it's... You might have an episode that's like the length of a Sons of Anarchy episode, but it'll probably encompass an entire season. Yeah, season three, (laughs) for example. So, speaking of which, this is one of those episodes where we only cover one episode of season four. Um, But that actually applies to seven episodes this time, right? What? What what was that? We only cover one episode, but it applies to seven episodes? Correct. What are you talking about? Well, we're going to cover seven episodes. episodes. Amount of length, as far as time, you mean? I don't know. We're going to cover seven seven episodes. That's the bottom line here. (laughs) That's the bottom line, motherfucker. Because Stone Cold says so. Yeah. Because Pep Boys says so. Yes. Oh, yeah. This episode is brought to you by Pep Boys. Um... What can I say about Pep Boys? I can say a couple things about Pep Boys. I could definitely say this. Fuck Pep Boys. Yeah, you right? can say fuck Pep Boys. Yeah, I could say that here, right? Yeah. Can I say Pep Boys will kick your dog if you bring your dog in there? <laughs> Go ahead and bring your dog to a Petco, get some treats, and then bring it to a fucking Pep Boys and bring it back down to reality. Yeah, I'm not saying that Pet Boys are going to kick your dog if you bring it, but go ahead and find out. Yeah, You're I'm really saying, so curious? Yeah, you go right ahead and see whether or not Pet Boys is going to kick your fucking dog, which they do love to do is kick dogs. Yeah, I can't legally say that Pet Boys love to kick dogs, but I can say I wouldn't bring your dog to a Pet Boys anytime soon. I will legally say this. Pet Boys might kick your dog if you bring it in. Yeah, they might. They might. So Petco, to my knowledge, has never kicked a dog. Well, that's probably not true, but I've never seen it happen. But Pet Boys... Well, what happens if you... I can't legally say I've seen Pet Boys kick numerous dogs. All right, I'm I'm Googling Petco kicks a dog. You're probably going to find more than you want. Yeah. As far as... Handicapped front leg dog? What is that? You can buy it right now? What's shipping? What's shipping? $69. Oh, that's not bad. Chuck it. Chuck it. Chuck it every single 
uh, result is Chuck It. Now let's see what happens, which is a dog toy. What happens if I search Pet Boys Kicks a Dog? Oh, I'm sorry, I'll be Pet Boys Kick a Dog. Oh, God, I can see it from here. Yeah. Oh, my God. Terrifying. Auto pet hair remover. Trying to remove that hair off that dog, you fucking sickos. Yeah, so, right. pet boys will skin your dog. They, Google they confirms probably it. will, yeah. Yeah. If you bring your dog to a pet boys, they just might skin your dog alive. Does not matter what location you're at. Those three guys. Oop, oop, oop. I meant to search pet boys and instead I searched pet, uh, kick a dog. Uh oh. Get this out of here. I don't, I don't want to Google search kick a dog. <laughs> Gonna have your Google history looking like the pet boys. Yeah. CEO is Daniel Ninavagi. 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 Is it, which one is he? He's the he's a he's a new guy. New guy. What about the boys? Yeah. There's the new the original boys are. Uh, Mo Strauss, Emmanuel Rosenfield, and Jack Johnson. Then there's Jack also Johnson. Mo Radovitz. I'm sorry, Jack Jackson. What is this, like the Three Stooges? There's like four of them, but they only show three. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Mo Strauss, Emmanuel Rosenfield, Jack Jackson, and uh, Curly Joe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, so there are three Pep Boys near us. This show is brought is brought to you by Pep Boys. So listen, let's go back to the Sons of Anarchy at hand. Yeah. So first of all, first episode we're going to cover is called Out. Out. Yes. Do you want to discuss what happens at the beginning of Out? What the beginning the, of Out. What happens, I guess I should say, between the end of Season 3 and the beginning of Season 4? Right. So the end of Season 3, they go to jail. Season 4 is, uh, Out is Season 4, Episode 1. Season three, the end. Of they go to at the end of season three. I said that a little backwards. They go to jail, and then this one, they get out of jail right away, right at the beginning. Season three, ends and all kinds of crazy jail. stuff has happened. Jax has been stabbed. Apparently, you just you just see scars on him. It's not like Jax been shaved. You know, he's not in any. Uh, he's not injured at times. all. Yeah, like three times. He's fine. He cut his hair though. Chips shaved yeah, his mustache, which like was weird. Um. His mustache was shaved for the first couple episodes. Oh, I guess I don't remember that. You don't remember that? That was fucking really standing out to me. No. Oh, well, I mean, I should I should say, of course I remember that, because I know everything about this show, as you do as well. That's what I was saying. I was like, you know, obviously you remember that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You must, you must have misspoken. I guess, um, I, I guess what I meant is that I was so comfortable with it immediately that I didn't register as something strange. I was like, okay, this show, because this show changes, okay? This show, nothing is safe in this show. And also, this show sucks, for the record. Uh, yeah, Just because nothing is safe doesn't mean it's a cool show. The show does kind of suck. So, you know, it's, it had its moments. Uh, mm-hmm. Season 4, episode 1, even though some cool... St- did anything cool happen? In? Well, they killed those Russian guys. That was a rhetorical question, right? Is what you're saying? I'm saying, well... Did, did anything cool happen? It's like a subjective question. I mean, you know, like... All right, how about... Yeah. Well, I guess... We know what happened, but was it cool? Yeah. Well, all right. Let's let's recap I mean, I, what did happen. So they got out of jail. Yeah, it was the yeah the incarcerated Sam Crow members, including Jackson Clay, are released. Jax and Clay, not Jackson Clay, not the guy from Pet Boys. This episode is brought to you by Pet Boys. Fuck the Pet Boys. Yeah. Uh, Jackson Clay are released from prison after serving 14 months for federal weapons charges. They return to Charming and encounter a new sheriff, uh, Eli Roosevelt. Yeah. And an assistant U.S. attorney. Lincoln Potter, 
Roosevelt and Potter set up a secret task force to indict the club for their weapons dealing. Opie and Lila get married, and Jax proposes to Tara. That's like just what I'm saying happens. You know, that's 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 in my mind. Like, okay, that's if you're gonna ask me what out was about, what out was about, I would say to you what would come out of my mouth about out. Yeah, is that? Yeah, that's about right. Well, I mean, there's other stuff that happened in between. Um. So yeah, that new sheriff guy is an asshole. That's pretty much his deal. Yeah, they ride into town. And he's like, you "Can't wear your cuts, and you best not yeah. fuck in my town." No, I don't know if we tell, if we really express this to you guys, but uh, you know the cut. Uh, it's that's that's what they call the jacket. Okay, the vest. Yeah, and it's a vest, but a vest is a jacket, right? No, a vest isn't a jacket. A jacket's got sleeves. A jacket can have no sleeves. No, that's a vest. This type of yeah, a type of a jacket that's uh, uh, without sleeves is called a vest. You think that it's like a, a vest square is and a, a rectangle? A vest is not a type of jacket. All right, you son of a bitch! You hear me? A jacket is a rectangle. A vest is a square. It's a rectangle. A square is a rectangle with no sleeves. A square. Wow. Anyways, <laughs> shit. Yeah, you just blew my fucking mind. Oh my god! We can't all be fucking geometry masters. <laughs> I am Jimmy Richardson, master of geometry. Uh, so, anyways, and uh, jackets, um, which are pretty much one and the same. I I still all right. So go on. What else happened? Yeah. So now that you are, I have your attention. Uh, so he wears his. Uh, so he wants them to cover up all their their cuts, and which is a big deal. You know, that's like. You don't fuck with a with with the motorcycle club's cuts, and he's like, you can't wear that. So he's an asshole. He's jamming them up. He's not like the old cool police to let them get away with crimes and help them cover it up. Uh, let's see. And that that uh, what was what was that that other guy? What did you say his title was? The chocolate milk drinker. Wow. What are you looking up? Yeah, vest is a type of jacket. What, he had to double check? <laughs> no, sir. He's the assistant U.S. attorney, Lincoln Potter. Yeah, so he is new Stahl. Like yeah, Stahl, the crazy, crazy-ass ATF agent from the last couple seasons. I drink chocolate milk for a character quirk. Yeah, instead you... of being a sex addict like Agent Stahl. Yeah, so instead of being a dominatrix, he is... He well, I guess he is in a way. He just it, it, he dominates chocolate milk. He dominates cows, and he's like, "Your milk's gonna be chocolate from now on." Yeah, and uh, so he is a terrible character, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and real shit. Real I, and by that I mean like not folk. a well, not yeah. a well written character. Real typical like. This show, of course, is deep, but is not fucking deep at all. Baloney character. Yeah. He sucks. So, yeah. oh, but he rides a motorcycle too. So you know he's kind of badass. Um, let's see what else happens. So Tara uh, finds the letters. Yes, that was at the end of season three. Right, but in and this one, she's been reading. She's them. been reading them, yeah. And then she's like, "Oh, that's how this episode ends." That's right. So while and pretty much the only thing other thing that happens is that meet with the Russians to make a, uh, a gun deal at, like, the strip club. I mean, not that they meet them there to make a deal. Yeah, because... And, well, I'm sorry, yeah. Because the Russians stabbed Jax in prison. You're right. After they stole their money in, at the end of season three. So that's where you find that out, that that's why Jax was stabbed. So then they have the Russian guys go to Ope and Lila's uh, white trash wedding. Yeah, and it's a nice day for a biker wedding. Yeah, um... And then they kill the Russian dudes 
which was pretty cool. Uh, I don't know. They just take him onto two separate groups, and then they're like, hey, how's it going? You want to hang out? And then they all shoot them in the head. Yeah, they pretty kill much. them pretty fucking good. Yeah, they kill them pretty good. And then at the end of the episode, uh, Tara's reading the letters, and it's uh, Jax's from, from Mortal Kombat. His stupid dad is like, uh, Turtle Pearlman's going to kill me. And he is sleeping with my wife, Gemma, who is also known as Peg Bundy, primarily known as Peg Bundy. Gemma, a.k.a. Peg Bundy, a.k.a. Gemma. So now Tara's all suspicious that Clay, or also known as Turtle Pearlman, primarily known as Turtle Pearlman, yep. that he is going to, or that he killed Jax's dad. Correct. Yeah. John Teller. And that's really all that happens in, in episode one. All that happens in episode one. Why don't you kick us off with episode two? Oh, episode. Give me a little, well, like, what's that? Like a give me a little like one sentence synopsis of how to do it for some reason. A one sentence synopsis. Or, well, you know, like, you know not... what? I think I think episode three is more of a one sentence synopsis one. Oh sure. This one's more like a small paragraph. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If like if you know, and that's just me trying to organize what is going on outside. Are you guys hearing this? Are you are you motherfuckers hearing this shit outside here? What day is it today? Today's Saturday. It ain't no garbage it's truck. Probably. You know what happens? Well, that's probably like a tow truck. Weird. Probably ass towing people. out some wreck that was probably like <laughs> landed by the Pep Boys because they yeah. do that shit. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> They're fucked up, dude. Pep Boys has done some fucked up shit in the past. Pep Boys will lay a fatal trap for you. Listen. Am I allowed to say that? That the Pep Boys will lay a fatal trap for you if they find you. If you bring your car to a Pep Boys. Yeah, they're... Yeah, and they don't stop but uh, they will lay a fatal trap for you. They will. It's like, you know, classic old... Uh, what's a classic fatal trap that you can set for somebody? Uh, The car bomb they try to blow chibs up with. Yep. Sub-car that was not a very good one. The no. Pet Boys, well, they're all about cars. They don't want to make real good car bombs. Yeah. Instant. We've all three big heads, and we're going to make it bombs with the Pet Boys. Well, with the Pet Boys. Yeah, their heads are so fucking big because they're filled with criminal knowledge. <laughs> How to create bombs, lay fatal traps, you know, stalk, terrify, and hunt their victims. <laughs> These are the things that are going on in the pet boys' heads. This is what happens in their mind, dude. And it's they know awful. how to use cars to do it. Because they're like, well, we're going to fucking stalk, terrify, and kill our prey. How can we do it with cars? Yeah, that's literally what it says in their commercials. Yeah. I, I don't know why people go I'm there. I'm pretty sure that's what their names are, right? Yeah. The three guys? Yeah, the stalk, three Stalk, <laughs> stalk, terrify, and kill. <laughs> this is the names of the three pet boys. <laughs> Stock terrified. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It sounds about right, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it was the 90s, you know? Right. I mean, well, they've been doing it for longer than that. Have it's they like been? the Zodiac Killer, but there's three of them. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Are the, pep, are the Pep Boys the Zodiac Killer, you think? They are the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> all three of them. That's why they never caught them. Yeah. Because there's three of them. That's yep. crazy. Started in Philadelphia. So, what's that mean? Wow. There there are 930 Pet Boys locations. We have to stop these people. Yeah, that's not that many. I think they're going downhill. I don't I don't think we're helping. Wow. <laughs> what? What do you see? Pet Boys started in 1921. Jeez. That's about the same time that the mob issue started in Philadelphia. That's all I'm saying. Been I'm kicking saying... dogs for 100 <laughs> years. 
We're the Pet Boys. I'm sorry. Wait, what we was your dogs? What was your theory? That was about the same time as what? That uh, gang issues became gang gangs became an issue in Philadelphia in the 20s. They were probably setting it up for gangs to kill each other, making it look like the other side did it. You know? Yeah, they're they're, they're just to watch the world burn. They're bulletproofing gangs' cars. Yeah. The, the, the fucking pet boys are monsters. The fucking three horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah. And the Stock fourth one is that kill. fucking Curly Joe big-headed mustache <laughs> oh, yeah. guy. They don't let him out because he's like underneath the bay changing the oil, but he's like fucking burned and he looks like a freak. Yeah. Like half of his head is fucking gone. It's the guy, he tried to shoot his, his head off. He tried to kill himself, but it, he fucked up. Now there's just a tunnel going through his head. Yeah. That's fourth the pet fucking fourth pet boy. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Stalk, terrify, kill, and mutilator. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so anyways. Yeah, so back to the show. Yeah, uh, uh, season four, episode two, which we all know aired two days after the September 11th, 10th anniversary party. What did you do for the 10th anniversary, September 11th? Did, you have a, did we have a party? I don't recall. I feel like we might have had a party. Like we always like grill some steaks or something, you know. Yeah. Well, we yeah we we grill the two sirloin strips that we, we stick straight up. Yeah. Right. And then uh, whenever when it's done cooking, it it the when the meat starts to harden, it will naturally fall over onto the grill. Yeah. So that's the nine eleven steak challenge. So that's probably <laughs> that challenge. It's not much of a challenge at all. Uh, I guess that's what we did for the 10th anniversary. September 11th, 10th anniversary. Uh, all right. So this episode is called Booster. Boop, 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 Booster. Now, why the fuck is this episode called Booster? Well, let me tell you why. It probably is because, well, because I'll, well, all right. So that's what you might be thinking. And I'll, I'll summarize the episode for you so you understand why it's called Boop, 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 Booster. Clay and Jax, Jax, Jax and Clay from the Pep Boys. Make a deal with Galin- Galindo Drug Cartel. Is that where they're saying it? Galindo? Is it Galindo? Guindo? No, I think, they, I think they say Galindo. I mean, they don't pronounce Galindo. everything. The sons pronounce everything very uh, inconsistently Racistly. from each other. And racistly, yeah. yeah especially just... Tara Tara. Tara Tara, the do, doctor do, woman. Do they say Tara or do I just say that? I think Jack says Tara. I, yeah, maybe I do kind I of... I think he used to say Tara. Then he's like, Tara, you're a married... Now that you pushed a baby out of your pussy, your name's Tara. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He said thing. that. He said that. So now oh, yeah, they, now they have, have a baby. Kids. And now Jack's, Jack's old son, who got captured to Ireland and then captured back to America and escaped from L.A. and New York... Yeah. Uh, he looks is, like a fucking idiot. He... And it might, is it just me or is he just... I mean, he's supposed to be like... How old is he? Three? I mean, it's been another year and a half, so he's like almost three. <laughs> Yeah, right. That kid, is it just me or does he look like just an oversized, and I could be completely, uh, well, I mean, I know he looks like an oversized baby, like that big baby from uh, uh, Rugrats. Zombies Ate My Neighbors? Oh. Oh, yeah, or that. Yeah. You know, in Rugrats, uh, Angelica has that nightmare about that giant baby with the huge lips? No. Uh, it's like they're gonna have like another. That's kid. gonna be our next podcast. Is rug rug boys rug rug rat boys? I'll watch rug rats. That shit's sick. All right, but it is also terrifying. That giant baby. Somebody out there knows what I'm talking about. That shit is not. That should have not been on television. I don't know anything except for Sons of Anarcho. That's true. So, anyways, uh, Jax has an oversized baby and then a regular sized baby now. Yeah. No more bean baby. No more bean baby. No more bean baby. Now it's a big old baby. Yeah, it's a big old baby. 
big old. So baby. that's a very small part of what, what were you talking about? Uh, that Jackson Clay make a deal with a Galindo drug cartel representative, Romero Prada, aka who? Romeo, who is played by none other than the legendary Mexican actor Danny Trejo. Yeah. He's pretty cool. He's the fucking, he's the nicest cartel guy so he's far. He's a really nice guy. Uh, they agree to supply weapons to and transport cocaine on behalf of the cartel. Clay asks for Jack's support in the club's vote on the deal. Jax agrees begrudgingly in exchange for the freedom to leave the club when Clay eventually steps down as president. Yeah. Gemma, Peg Bundy, finds a note from John Teller and Tara's things and takes it to Unser. After the clubhouse has been destroyed... Actually, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm mistaken. Gemma doesn't find a note from Teller. He f- She finds uh, a note from Maureen uh, about, about the letters. letters. Yeah. yeah, and then brings it to Unser. And then after the clubhouse... Oh, and then, then uh, Roosevelt, the sheriff, destroys the clubhouse for uh, a fake fire drill. Right. And after the clubhouse has been destroyed in a show of power by Roosevelt, Tara Tara, Tara Tara, Tara Tara, the doctor woman, manages to change the mood by announcing her and Jax are engaged. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. That was That's really all that happens. You find That's out, all that happens. Yeah, Clay. They you had they have the 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 gun deal with the cartel, and then we, when they get there, you find out that Clay under behind the club's back, also set up a gun uh, a drug muling deal with a cartel in exchange for the guns. Mm. And he said he did it all for Jacks, Jacks from Mortal Kombat to protect him while he was inside jail. Right. That's pretty much and, all that happened. And then happens. they held a vote for it, and everyone kind of... I mean, not everyone. A lot of people really don't like five, it. was 65. It barely passed. Yeah. The whole point of this, all this stuff is that now Peg Bundy doesn't trust Tyra, Tara Tara, and she's starting to side with Unser, and Unser's like living in a trailer, and he's like a real piece of shit now. Not a piece of shit, but he's a real, like, you know, classless... He lives in a trailer that's full of shit. Yeah, he's it looks like a, he's a fucking embarrassment. He's not he's, doing very he's well. He's not a regular customer you like to smell. Yeah. For he unsure smells for sure. Right. And uh Tara Tara says that she got engaged with Jax, even though she seems um a little hesitant. Uh I think that yeah, that's that's all that happens this season in episode two. You don't need you don't need any more. If we think of anything else just that we think is relevant, we'll uh let you know. No, all right, could you give me a really quick rundown of, of what episode three is, as quick as humanly possible I get a drink? Sure, yeah, well, episode three, uh, of course, you know what aired on September 20th, 2011, which was nine days and ten years after September 11th. Another, We probably had a, grilled some steaks that night, too. Yeah, that um, was the Grilled Cheese 9-11 Memorial Spectacular. Yeah, right, where it was ten years and nine days after... Uh, that has happened, so we're yeah. like, well, just... It's oh, been 10 years and then nine days. We're just so proud to be an American, and we, you know, never forget, so we grilled some grilled cheeses. I am proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. Yeah. And I'm not going to forget the men who died and who gave that right to me. I'll probably stand up. I'm not going to stand up, actually. No. I'm going to continue sitting down, and I'm going to tell you that this episode is called... Now, don't quote me on this pronunciation. I'll quote you, buddy. Because I don't know shit about the English language. This might even not, not even be English. I'm being honest this with you. This might not be English. Directed by me? Peter Weller. Robocop. Yes. 
Yeah, of course. We know that. We knew that. I'm not the least bit surprised. Although, if that was to be your first time hearing that, especially if you had already seen it, and there was nothing really special about this episode, then... Nothing RoboCop-like at all. You'd be surprised that it's Peter Weller. I always get... I always mix up Peter and Paul Weller. Paul Weller is from The Jam. The Jam? Yeah. Oh, the band? Okay, yeah, I, yeah. I don't, I don't even, I'm not that familiar with him. I'm just mixing up their names. Well, he's Paul Weller. Paul no, Weller was in something else, too, wasn't he? Am I wrong about the jam? No, I don't I don't think so. I don't know. Anyway, so Peter Weller, Mr. Robocop, directed this episode called Doryless. 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 Is this, was that Finding Nemo? Too? Yeah, this is. Finding Dory? Uh, they're Doryless? Oh, that's right. They're Doryless and Finding Dory. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So that's what this episode's about, is they need to find uh, uh, Chips's old fish wife comes back in the picture, and they need to go find her. She's this blue fish with some kind of yellow stripes or some shit, and he's like, we need to find Dory. Uh, so anyways. I need Dory. While that's happening, um, if I was to sum up the episode in one sentence. have sex with a Puerto Rican corpse. Yeah, which he he do. Um, yeah. Not in this episode, but that happens... Fairly often. So, Sam Crow encounters an unlikely foe when a shipment of guns is stolen. Oh, that's, that's, right. that's a good quick summary you got going on yeah. there. Thank you. Now, do you want to talk about who the unlikely foe is? Not that I forget. It's not that I forget who it was at all. It's that I just want to hear someone talk about what it, who stole it. So, Because like, I, I feel like some people, maybe if you watched eight episodes in a row or seven episodes in a row... You wouldn't remember this at all. You'll remember, uh, of course, because you remember everything and know everything about the show. So uh, they're running these guns, and they're taking them into this uh, into Happy's. Uh, oh no, they're 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 going into Happy's mom's mom and aunt's house. Uh, they are not taking the guns into there, but they're like because uh, they're trying to keep that shit away from Happy's mom and aunt. And they're in the tr- they're in like a they have some guns in a car outside and these random kids challenge uh like the the newer guy uh not that i forget his name but you know i'm just he's so Kozik? exactly Zapka? i just didn't feel like saying his name because you know who the hell even remembers who this guy is yeah. other than us he's already so, like he leaves after this episode for no real reason yeah uh so anyways they challenge him to basketball and he seems to be doing pretty well and then they beat his ass and take the keys from him and steal the car with the guns in it. And then they go sell him to this fence who is this woman who lives down the street. Oh, well, yeah, so they go to talk to her, Sam Crow does, and then she's like, I didn't buy no guns. And then they're like, what are you talking about? They told us to go here. And then she has two sons. One is named Luther and one is named Vandross. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. And, uh... They they bought the guns from the kids, so then they get the money back to her. Oh yeah, well first they obviously track down the uh, the car, and that's how they find out uh, that they sold the guns to this woman. Uh, they visit her twice: once before they find the car, once after, I believe. Uh, I I know. Yes, absolutely, um, of course. So that's all that happens. Yes, I mean there's a little something else sprinkled in there. Yes, and... I don't know if you feel like mentioning it, but I've, you know... Yeah, I'll talk about a little something else that happens. Roosevelt picks up Juice to try to squeeze the juice out of Juice. Yes. Because, uh... Oh, also, this is the episode where we find out Potter loves chocolate milk. 
And he goes on that whole tangent about like, Mr. Roosevelt, let me tell you about how much I like chocolate milk. Yeah. And here's a picture of me dipping my balls in chocolate milk. <laughs> I do not like a regular milk. I only like the chocolate milk. Here's a picture of you drinking the chocolate milk I put in my balls in. <laughs> I put my balls in the chocolate milk and make my balls look a chocolate. Yeah. So he goes he off as like whole, a lot of racist Italian stuff. It is really insensitive. He yeah. starts using a lot of words I'm not going to use. No. Not even to describe the Pep Boys who are. No. But I'm not going to yeah. go ahead and start calling. I'm going to go ahead and start calling them <laughs> the things this guy was saying. Yeah, you don't never call the Pep Boys the things that Agent Chocolate Milk was calling these fucking Italians. Yeah. Good God, I mean, you, man. you can censor this episode a little bit, right? Yeah, I'm going to have to, I think. Yeah, so I'm not going to... I mean, listen, I would call the Pep Boys a bunch of... <laughs> but I'm not going to call them anything that this guy said about Italians. Yeah, I was actually going to say that the uh, Pep Boys are a bunch of... <laughs> and... Yeah, dude. Yeah. I've seen videos of pet boys and dogs. Yep, I've seen plenty of evidence. <laughs> However, we've and we don't enjoy watching them and we only seek them out for evidence in a in a case we're making against the pet boys. Yeah, we're trying to make a case against the pet Are we allowed to say that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're allowed to say that. Yeah, Anyways, yeah. so I can real quick. Are we allowed to say things like that? I don't think we're allowed boys. to say I don't think we're supposed to be saying that. I don't think we're supposed to be saying anything about the boys, quite frankly. I think yeah. all this shit's pretty fucking illegal. Yeah. Really. But they're all for <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by the Pet Boys. Brought to you by the Pet Fuck Boys. The Pet Boys. But I would uh, never say what Chocolate Milk was saying about Italians to this guy. Yeah, it was rough. So, anyways, what Chocolate Milk? That's his name. Yeah, he's so, anyways. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he squeezes juice. The sheriff squeezes juice. Yeah, the sheriff squeezes juice out of juice. And he's like, Juice, did you know you're half black? Oh, and which means this is the episode where you find out that. You are not allowed to be black and be in Sam Crow. Well, this is kind of the episode where they hint at it, and I was like, uh, I mean, they don't seem to have. I mean, they are pretty racist. They are racist, but like, what's like, what nationality is happy um, or juice? Well, that's the thing. Ju- they say juice is Puerto Rican, so I figure they're they don't. It's not like a whites only club. They obviously don't have a problem with him. Yeah, I mean, they call him a bunch of insensitive shit because he's Puerto Rican, but at the same Puerto time. Rican. Yeah, they they like him, and he's in the club, so I was like, why is it a problem if he's black? So this is not really the problem. This is not the episode where you find out it's a problem, at least for me, because I was like, uh, yeah. no way. Uh, we'll get it. I mean, but th- later on... You do find out. Yeah, but we'll get into that a little later. Um, so, yeah, that happens, and we're like... That becomes a plot point. Yeah, Roosevelt tells Juice that, like, listen, you're going to help me out, or else I'm going to, I don't know, like, ch- like a pet boy. Yeah. <laughs> Pet boys do what do to dogs. Yeah. Gonna... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's all that happens there. And uh so that brings us to September twenty seventh, two thousand eleven, which as we all know was exactly sixteen days and ten years after September eleventh happened. Yep. Uh now this was a Kurt the Squirtelator episode. Oh, so you know it's a good one. Yeah, good old Kurt Squirtle wrote it. Tell me, who's that writing? Kurt Squirtle later. Now, this episode is called Unaventa. All right. Which is... Isn't that... Unaventa? 120? Is that Venti or Vent... 
that's one twenty. Isn't that like a? Isn't uh, that? Wasn't one of the sizes at Starbucks? I think you're oh, you're, yeah, you're thinking Italian. Oh yeah. I'm thinking Italian. I'm Let's thinking go to Olive Garden. Milk. <laughs> they get Italian. Let's yeah. get some unlimited breadsticks in the middle of this fucking pandemic. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, well, yeah, because I wonder if that's where the um, is that that probably is just the route they're on. I don't know. One twenty. I guess. Fucking stupid name for the hell knows. Nice job, Kurt the Squirtalator. Yeah, who's that? Who's that writing, Kurt the Squirtalator? Yeah. <laughs> so this is when Sam Crow makes a run to Tuscon, uh, Tucson. To set up their cocaine and weapons routes, they find that Sam Taz chapter has started manufacturing and selling methamphetamines and investigate the circumstances that led to the charter becoming involved in drugs. And Peg Bundy, Befriends, Roosevelt's flowery wife. Right. Uh, which they never brought back. That was just kind of a quick... That only happened in that episode. Yeah, that was pretty dumb. Oh, and uh, Tara Tara finds out that Jax keeps a journal because he's a fucking uh, pussy-ass biker boy. Right. Just like his daddy. Just like like, his daddy. Just like his da. Just like his da. Throwback to the old Irish season three and two. Well, they they didn't start saying da until late season two. They definitely made that shit up. Let me know if if anybody out there is from Ireland or know somebody from Ireland. Do you say da? When you're talking about your dad. Yeah, tell us. Tell us right now. Call in. Call in. Say da. You might want a free pair of sandals. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah, we'll give you a free pair of sandals if you tell us about your da. Yeah. But you have to do it the way we want it or else you're not getting sandals. You might get a free pair of sandals. You will definitely get a free pair of sandals if you do it the way we want. There. But don't do it wrong. You're not getting any fucking sandals. Only two things are guaranteed in life. Taxes and getting skinned alive by the pet boys. Yep. So, what do you want? You want some sandals? Not a free pair of sandals. Not guaranteed. Yeah. Anyways. So, Unaventa, they go to Tucson. They find out that the Sam Taz chapter has been cooking meth and selling meth. And they're like, what the fuck, man? And then they're like, aren't you muling cocaine? And they're like, that's different. No, we just started doing it. Yeah. We didn't think about that, though. And that's really all that happens in that episode. It's just some boring shit with another charter that doesn't matter. So anyways. Yeah, when you find out that, you know, one guy got murdered and another guy left it's, for the none drugs. None of it matters. Yeah, it's all pretty fucking dumb. You don't need to know. You definitely, we saved a lot of time by watching this episode. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure that's really all that happens. Yeah. And that's... That is all that happens. Yeah. Other than you see that they're being tailed and then they lose the tail and it oh was... and that uh, Roosevelt or no not Roosevelt uh, Chocolate Milkman goes to Otto in jail and he's like we found Elvis come in Luann panties <laughs> yeah that's in right. Luann's panties and then Otto's like what the hell man so they kidnap Tom and then Otto's like I want to talk to Bobby and I want the guy that murdered my wife dead. And so Bobby comes clean about fucking Luann, and uh, he's like, "That was my Elvis come." Yeah, sorry about that, bud. I didn't kill her. And he's like, "Did you love her?" And he was like, "Nah, man, she loved you." And then they kill Tom Arnold, and that's really—I'm telling you—that's all that happens in that episode. Yep, we saved you a ton of time, lots of time. Yeah. So now we're gonna go on and talk about 
what happened a month, almost a whole month after the 10-year anniversary of 9-11. Um, and that's the episode called Brick. And this is when that Ro- this is when Roosevelt threatens to tell Sam Crow that Juice is black if uh, Juice doesn't take a sample of cocaine that uh, Sam Crow is exporting, transporting for Danny Trejo. For Danny Trejo. And um, you know what do you uh, what do you think? What do you think happened here? What do you uh, what are you thinking? Uh, no, I'm sorry. Which number episode are we talking about again? Oh, this. Is episode number five. Okay, so we're making good progress, saving a lot of time here. Oh yeah, we're um, saving you. I think we're still within. We're not even one length of an episode. We we might keep this in the length of an episode if we can shoot right through these last couple. Yeah. All right. So let's do it. Let's shoot right through them. Uh, what do you think happened in this episode? Now this. If I was going to say brick. something that happened about this. Yeah. This is when uh, I'm going to have to say that Ope, 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 who has become a real asshole this season. You know, I never liked Ope. Yeah, but he was never this much of an ass. I mean, he was more like a wreck. It's like a Because his wife was shot to death child by Chips. In season two, where yeah. all of a sudden he's... Uh, well, that which, that's how he should have died. Is He should have been... Yeah, but he should have just gone got, off the rails. He got really careless for a little while. It was and fucking rad, and then nothing happened. Yeah, because he had plot armor, so you just yeah. run into gunfire, and nothing would happen. Um, anyways, so Opa's an asshole. Go on. Uh, but then he finds uh, Lila, his new wife's birth control, and he's like, when I'm trying to have a kid, and I find out that she's been killing them all. <laughs> yeah, so Ope comes out as a big pro-lifer. Yeah, big pro-lifer. Not even the biggest pro-lifer yet for the show for him. Oh, yeah, it's true. Uh, that gets fucked up. So, anyways, that happens. That is what happens. Also, Tara talks to Ty- to Piney about the letters, mm-hmm. and JT setting up a meeting with the IRA to stop the gun dealings, and that essentially he was murdered before that meeting got to happen. Right. So now you're really seeing why uh, Peg Bundy and Turtle Perlman would have killed uh, John Teller. Yeah. Because he was going to stop selling the guns. And I guess that's really all that happens. Oh, this is the episode where Otto talks to Bobby about Luann. Last episode, you find out. This episode, they go through it. Right. Kill uh, however, at the end of this episode, uh, Juice... Yep. Yes, he goes to the warehouse where they're keeping the drugs for Danny Trejo to get the sample for the sergeant. Mm-hmm. And the prospects... And some of the Mayans, or at least like one of them, and then there's uh, that other guy, Mitchell, Mitchum. Mi- Phil? The, the Mitchum man. Huh? Is the Mitchum man there? Which one's the Mitchum man? Uh, the dude who Juice had a little run-in with the later. Oh, yeah. Was His the Mitchum name... man there? Was he off? Uh... He's a diddler. Diddler? I know, he just looks like a diddler. Yeah. The the new the new patch. Yeah, the new patch that they, they just kind of gloss over. There's a new patch. Yeah, he used to be one of the prospects. Now he's just here, right? He was like barely a prospect. He was like a background actor. Yeah. Uh. So, anyways, so Juice goes to this warehouse to get the drugs. He goes into the room where they are, and then as soon as he goes in, one of the prospects starts banging on the door and asking what he's doing in there, and he just takes the whole brick of cocaine, the one kilo out of twenty, and stuffs it in his pants. 
and he just goes outside and acts extremely suspicious to everybody he comes across. Yeah. And then he falls asleep in the woods with the fucking coke, and he wakes up, and he it's the morning, and he buries it under the leaves yeah, in the everyone's woods. now at the warehouse ready for this coke deal to happen. Yeah, and uh, anyways, then, I mean... So Juice is now stealing, has stolen a kilo of uncut cocaine out of this shipment for the cartel, and yeah. he's fucked. End of episode. It's bad. Yep. And I believe that is all that happens during that episode. That's it. I think... Oh, yeah, then uh, Ope sleeps with that porn star again. Yes, the same one who Jax had slept with to try to push Tara away. Correct, correct. And Unser is starting to get worried about Tara because uh, Peg Bundy was was stealing those letters from her office, and then Unser found all the copies of the letters in her office, and now... Unser has read these letters, and you find out that he helped Clay and Peg Bundy cover up this murder initially. Of John Teller, of John Jack's Teller. dad. Yeah. And also, Unser, uh, Clay and Peg Bundy know that Unser has read the letters. Right. And that he... And that slow and steady is going to win this race. And he, he also uh, told Clay, like, you know... Uh, you know well, like... Give me a strawberry. Yeah, well, no, Clay told him give to give a him a strawberry. Give me a strawberry. Unser told Clay that, like, he thinks it's fucked up why they killed John. He's like, you told me this was for something else. You told me this was uh, it's a job for the Pep Boys or something. I don't know. You told me this was a Pep Boys job. Yeah. Gemma. So anyways, Gemma. that's all I'm that gonna, happens. He, so this is, we're getting closer and closer to Unser cutting Clay in half with a broadsword. Yeah. And then going, Gemma. Even though I have a bad feeling that Unser is going to get cut in half with a broadsword by Clay. In front of Gemma. Yeah. 100%. He's going to be like, Gemma. And then Clay's going to cut him in half. Yeah. Gemma. Yep. <laughs> Gemma. Make turtle soup out of Unser. Yeah, dude. I hope they eat Unser. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, that's the only one I'm going to be okay with his death, death is if they eat Unser at the end of this. Oh, that's the only way he'd be okay with his death. It's like, Jesus Christ, they're going to have to... Hunter's going to be like, this is, you know, eat my body and drink my blood. Those are his last words. Yeah. Eat my body, Jamma. Drink my blood, Jamma. Yep. And then he gets cut in half with a broadsword. He gets cut into wafer-thin slices, just like Jesus did. Yeah, just like Jesus, he gets cut into, uh, like, sashimi. Yeah. Jesus sashimi. (laughs) Hunter sashimi. That's all the fucking uh, crackers are, is Jesus sashimi. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Jesus Shush- Jesus Sashimi is a pretty cool band name. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways. So that's all that happens in the episode called Brick. And now we're here. Here we are. Episode six called With an X, which obviously happened exactly 10 years and one month after 9-11. Obviously. Yeah. And this is when uh, Juice scrambles to survive the theft of a cocaine from the club after the theft, wait, I'm sorry, my, I just, I sometimes I can't read my mind well when the text is this small in my head. What does that enlarge the text yeah, in your yeah. head? Yeah, oh, let me just try yeah. to, let me use this, uh, this trackpad called memory. Yep. Yeah, all right. Use the trackpad of your mind to enlarge yeah. the text in your head. Yeah, okay. All yeah. Right. So if I'm thinking about what happened uh, in the episode called With an X, which happened. up with like a, you know, like a one paragraph I can probably do it in two sentences, three yeah. sentences actually. Like two sentences, you know, if you were looking at it can I do on three a screen, sentences? imagine if it was like, yeah, three sentences is good. Imagine if it was like two full lines and then like three words. Yep. All right. Juice scrambles to survive as the theft of cocaine from the club is discovered. 
Tig's daughter, Dawn, comes to town looking for financial support. Lila discovers Option Fidelity. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. That's, what, that's, all I, that's all that's in my mind about what happens in this episode, are those three sentences. Yeah. That's so, really all. Chips's daughter, that really just kind of comes and goes. We can just, just go over that plot line real quick. She asked him for money because her sister is bulimic and needs to go to some kind of uh, recovery clinic or rehab or something. Yeah. And then he finds out that she's scamming him. But he doesn't care because she needs $12,000 for something, so he just gives it to her. Yeah, and then she goes away. And then shows Bobby Elvis and Peg Bundy all these kids' pictures. Right. That's that's that whole storyline. That's Tig's... See, like, Chips fucking... Chips wasted a lot of our time. Sorry, not Chips. Um, Spuds. Yeah, Spuds wasted all this time with his fucking backstory, and uh, Chips over here, Tig... He's like, I just get it done in one day. I don't mind. Let me just fuck a yeah, Puerto Rican girl in this in another episode again. Yeah, he gets shit done quick. He oils himself up. He so be, he might not be as nasty as Nasty Nate, but he's probably faster. Oh my god. More gosh. ways than one. Nasty Nate. I miss Nasty Nate. I would do anything to hear the old dead wife, a dead wife. Where are you, dead wife? I think we've seen the last of Nasty Nate, to yeah. be completely honest. I do think he'll die and that'll be an episode with Peg Bundy. Really? Yeah, Peg Bundy burying Nasty Nate and having the nasty-ass funeral. I think Nasty Nate's going to be forgotten for the rest of the, the series. I hope not. So what happens in this episode is uh, Juice uh, obviously stole this kilo of cocaine, and Alvarez, who is the nicest guy in the show besides Danny Trejo, is like, it was not one of my men. It was probably one of your guys. And then they're like, all right, well, let's fucking harass all these prospects. So Happy sets up a fake murder interrogation room. To scare them into saying things. And essentially, nothing ever works. They don't scare anybody. What do they do? They hit the table with a hammer, and they scream. They yeah, make them play they a Russian have, roulette. They have the Mitchum man there, the new guy. And he is screaming while Happy hits the table with a hammer. Yeah. And uh, then they bring the two prospects, and they really kind of interrogate the shit out of them and make them play fake Russian roulette and yeah. leave them in a room with a gun with each other and say to get the truth. And... Yeah. uh Anyways, uh, and Filthy Phil, man. Filthy Phil is a pretty cool dude, I gotta yeah. say. I don't Filthy really... Phil is a pretty cool dude. I don't know the Chicken other prospect's nuggets name. in the next episode. The other prospect really has not made his name. No, he does not He's... deserve to have his name. Yeah, he yet. deserves to get his head cut off by Unser on the way down. Yeah. Unser should just cut off his head for practice. Yeah. Before he gets to the... I need practice for Gemma. Well, because uh, Turtle Perlman's neck is really thick and leathery, so it's going to be hard to cut through with a broadsword. Yeah, you're going to want to be ready for that shit. Yeah. Um. So anyways, that happens. Uh, Juice is just like going along with it and being like, come on, guys, tell us the truth. Who took it? Even though he took it. And then he's like... Uh, listen, guys, if it ends up back here, uh, before the deal goes down, there's gonna be no repercussions. Yeah. And, um, then he's like, okay, I gotta go take a piss. And he goes out. Yeah, he's just being so obvious this whole fucking time, and no one's noticing. Juice used to be really smart, and then just this season, all of a sudden, he's a fucking idiot. And that's what this season seems to be all about, it's just making people do things. It's just like, and now they do this, instead of, it doesn't feel natural. So anyways... Juice goes out to take a piss, but really he's going to get the... I wonder if the show was signed for three seasons, then came back. <laughs> Maybe. Like, I wonder, because that's kind of like, it does feel like this is a whole new thing after mm. those three seasons. 
I well, I guess maybe. I feel like there's always been the whole thing about Jax's father being his death being suspicious, right? So I feel like uh, something between Jax and his mom and, and Clay has always been yeah, because that's up. true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but they would they would have blew that wad if it was going to be only three seasons. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, they wouldn't have wasted the entirety of season one because uh, nothing happened, or season three in Ireland. Yeah, that was fucking boring. So. All right, so Juice goes out, gets his cocaine, stuffs it, stiffs it, stiffs it in his pants, leaves a little bit out. Yeah, and then the Mitchum man's like, "Hey, Juice, man, what's going on? Do let's walk to the warehouse together. I'm just trying to be a what's in your pants, Juice? Is that a bar of Mitchum deodorant? It better be. It better be a bar of Mitchum deodorant, a kilo of uncut Colombian cocaine. And then Juice is like, "Yeah, man, it's cocaine." Juice and then this guy. Like- uh, it's Old Spice. Yeah, it's Old Spice. Then Mitchum's like, get back to the fuck... I just pulled out a fake gun. Get back to the fucking warehouse, Juice. And then Juice is like, here, man, you take the Old Spice. And then throws in the Mitchum man's face. Mitchum man shoots Juice in the leg. Mitchum man then pulls out... He, like, gets Juice to the ground, then he pulls out a knife. He's gonna kill Juice. Juice deserves it. Mitchum Man's being a fucking real club brother right now. Yeah, Mitchum Man is really trying to take care of business and being like, well, I guess I'll just have to kill Juice because he's, you know, trying to steal drugs and throw it in my face. Yep, he didn't want to kill him. He, he was not. like, he I was gotta trying, bring he was like, back. Yeah, let's go back to the warehouse, Juice. Yep. But they he, they figured he, they were going to kill Juice anyway. I mean, they were going to kill Juice anyways. Oh, 100%. They were going to make Alvarez an example said, out of him. My inner son, whoever stole it, is dead. Yeah. And then Clay was and like, And everyone yeah. knows that, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, that's, you know, how it should be. Yeah, absolutely. You stole a kilo of uncut cocaine. From Danny Trejo? I well, mean, he's going to get both of them, everybody in trouble with Danny Trejo. And yeah. you don't, Danny Trejo's been a nice guy so far. Yeah, but I don't you, know see him turn that, bad. you know that's a flip that's going to switch. Yeah. So, then... So they're wrestling on the ground. The Mitchum man pulls out a knife. Juice is on his back. And Mitchum man's standing up. Juice finds the gun that's on the ground and shoots him seven times in the face. Yeah, it's he screams and just unloads the gun on this guy's face. Yeah. And even though I'm pretty sure the blood would be shooting out the back of his head, Juice's face is just splattered with blood like it's like a... Uh, B horror movie. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty sick. Yeah, I'm and, glad they did it that way. Yeah, and then Juice is like, "Oh man, that's <laughs> uh, it. yeah, that's it." He says, "Oh yeah. man," he's like, "Oh man," oh, and, and then and I, that's pretty much all that happens. Now that everyone everyone is content with the fact that it was that guy, and not Juice, except Spuds is a little suspicious. We yeah, think. you think that, but then he never acts on it. Yeah. So then there's obviously the pat. I don't know if you've really talked about the fact that I would say four out of five episodes end with a long montage. Maybe a lot of them begin with a long montage, too. Yeah. Maybe six out of eight end with a montage. Yeah. And four out of five begin with one. Yeah, it's crazy. So this long ass montage. Is like uh, Jews getting patched up, happy making the prospects bury the other one in an unmarked grave, and then oh yeah, and after uh, after Juice kills kills Mitchum oh, Man, yeah, yeah. Uh, Happy and Spuds find him, and Juice explains that Mitchum Man stole the cocaine and that he uh, tried to shoot Juice and Juice stole his gun and killed him, 
And then Happy shoots the body a bunch of times because Happy's crazy. Happy fucking rules. Yeah. And, yeah, and uh, and then when they get back, uh, they were like, it's Mitchum, man. And then Happy was like, he's very dead. Yeah, off screen. Yeah. He's very dead. He doesn't say it in a very serious way. He's just like, he's very dead. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, the montage, Happy's making them bury the, um, the dude. We and- didn't mention that. Uh, so Ope found the birth control in the last episode. In this episode... Begins with him having sex with that same porn star Jack slept with. Right. And, uh, you know, everyone's obviously pissed off, whatever. And in the middle of this montage with Juice getting patched up and Happy and the prospects burying that grave. Or digging that grave. And you also see Jack's with that porn star. And she's like, what are you, jealous? Because I can only be your bad girl? And he goes, yeah. Yeah. And then he gets her alone in a dressing room smashes her face against a desk, and he's like, if you come near my club and my family again, I'll kill you, you whore. Yeah. And, yeah, so Jax beats this woman. Not the coolest treatment of women, if I'm saying something myself. She did pull a gun on everybody at the club. Yeah, it was not, she was not cool. But still, like, getting up in her face and pointing and being like, whore. That, that was like, that was for some men in the audience. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things for some men in the audience. Yeah, that... there's a lot of things in this show that are definitely for some men in the audience. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, well, we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's pretty much the end of that episode, right? Yeah, right, right. That's what you're saying. Is yes. That's the end of that episode, right. Am I saying anything else you want to cover about that episode? Yeah. So why don't you take us into the final episode that we're going to discuss today? Oh, boy. Well, if I had to sum it up in like a paragraph... Uh, well, first of all, I would say that the name is called Fruit for the Crows, which obviously is referring to the large amount of strawberries that uh, Turtle Pearlman is stress-eating at this point. Right. Um, Fruit for the crows, berries for the turts. Yeah, and uh, it aired a full month and seven days after the 10th year anniversary of 9-11. And uh, if I had to describe it in a paragraph, I would say the rival Lobo Sonora cartel attacks the Mayans' cocaine distribution operation and Sam Crow retaliates. Tara finds a death threat and fearing further attacks from the cartel, the club goes into lockdown. Bobby votes, I'm sorry, Bobby calls a vote to replace Clay as president. Uh, And then uh, if you're going to finish describing the the episode in one more sentence, let's save it. Okay. Did you have anything else to say before, like you talk about the the very last thing? No, uh, not in particular. Well, <laughs> so that's I mean that was pretty much all that happens. Uh, so, but however, the death threat that that Tara finds is written by Unser. Yep. Because he wants to tip her off that Clay is trying to kill her. Um, but he also doesn't want to tell her that Clay is trying to kill yeah, her. He wants to get the authorities involved because he did try to go to Roosevelt, and Roosevelt was like, "I don't give a shit, Unser." Oh, Roosevelt was like, who's trying to do it? And Unser's not really a rat. He's just trying to protect uh, Tara. Tara Tara. And uh, anyways, so that's Everything. that. Uh, that's all that happens with that part. Bobby Elvis is like, I want to call a vote to replace Clay. Uh-huh. Yeah, because Clay is getting everyone in so much heat. Yep. Because and... now, so at the beginning, they're like checking out the cocaine operation with the, with the, with the Mayans. And then they go Oh, and attacked. also Clay asks uh, Danny Trejo to uh, kill, Tara, kill Tara. Tara. Yeah. Yeah, so Unser is not unfounded. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Clay wants to kill her. And last time he did that to. Well, actually, he was trying to kill Ope, and he killed Donna by accident. 
So it's not like he was trying to kill her. Imagine if he kills Jax this season, how insane that would be. That would be way too cool. They're not going to do that. That would be way too Jax is is here to stay, I believe. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, I mean, you've seen that fucking crazy plot armor he has. Yeah. Um, Like in this episode where, yeah, that happens. So, yeah, the cartel comes, shoots up the Mayans. Jax chases after the guy, blooby blop, blooby blop. Guy gets run over by a car, blooby blop, blooby blop. This is me, my TiVo sound. Yeah. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Fast forwarding through plot shit. And then, uh, let's see. So they find the guy that shot Alvarez. Oh, Alvarez got shot in the the shoulder, but he's fine because Teratar stitched him up. Yep. And Alvarez was a perfect gentleman the whole time, asking how she's doing. If she's okay, he's smoking joints. He's just hanging out. Alvarez is yeah. the, the nicest, coolest guy there is. He really is one of the best characters and one of the very few I care about. And like I said... A reminder, he's the president of the Mayans. Yeah, he is uh, one of the only... Now, I mean, all right, so here's the thing about president. I was thinking about how the Mayans and the Niners seem like pretty cool guys, uh, like Leroy. Niners uh, don't seem like that cool of guys. Not as cool as Alvarez, but at the same time, I mean, they're pretty chill and reasonable, you know? But they did also backstab him at the gun deal. Yeah, it's true. Well, that's what I was thinking is that, you know, um, you don't really know what these people are like because Clay acts really cool around other chart- other yeah. clubs, but he is a crazy son of a bitch, you know? Yeah. But also, like, none of this shit is happening to the Mayans. Oh, we don't know yet. We haven't watched the Mayans show. Yeah, right. I But I do think Alvarez is one of the most consistent characters. Yeah. Because a lot, this season in particular, like I said, it just seems like they're just flipping a switch and, like, creating all these problems. Like, now, all this crazy shit with Juice, I feel like he would have never done. Yeah, he never would have tried to find, try to steal cocaine for the cops. Yeah, or steal anything from the club. Yeah, stealing cocaine for the cops, uh, that was fucked up. Uh, so anyways, uh, um, Gemma, 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 so anyways, what the fuck else happens just in, you know, trying to, uh, trying to think of what the most relevant information I've, I'm so full of information. Yeah. However, yeah, it's, that's, that's the problem is we're full of information. So it's hard to figure out how to get it all to you. Oh yeah. So juice gets a sample for the cops this time. Yeah. And then it's a setup. Chocolate Milk tells Roosevelt, like, you better arrest Juice now. Which uh, Roosevelt doesn't want to do, but he does it anyways. Because Chocolate, Milk's, Chocolate Milk has blackmailed Roosevelt now. Chocolate Milk, it seems like he's still, like I said, he's just like Stahl 2.0. He's just he's down, exactly like He Stahl. wants to just create internal issues, and so that's why he's like, you should make him bring you cocaine and then arrest him for it. And he's like, I don't know if that's a good idea because they're going to fucking kill him. And the chocolate milk's like, hmm, that's not, you know, whatever. I don't give a shit as long as I get to drink my chocolate milk. You want to see this picture of me dipping dip in my balls in the chocolate milk? <laughs> you want to see me dip my balls in the chocolate milk? And, and he's, he's start- like, please don't say this pet boy shit about Italians again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyways, uh, they go back into that for a little while. This, like 45-minute uh, racist Italian bit about dipping your balls in chocolate milk. Yeah, it's insane. It's the most racist, vile thing I've ever Never heard. seen anything like it on TV. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty much it. That's all that happens through that whole episode. That is all that oh, and then it's in lockdown. Oh, Ope, Ope has also found out oh, that Lila go, got yeah. an abortion. And so, Ope is not... Oh, all right, so there's two conversations we haven't talked about, and I think that's the only thing we have to talk about now. Uh, there's Ope and Lila, which we'll go through. Yep. Um, so, Ope finds out that Lila had an abortion, um, and that he only slept with a porn... She finds out he only slept with a porn star because uh, he found her birth control, 
And then she's like, I also had an abortion before everyone went to prison. Yeah, so uh, he is, like, apologizing to her, and she's all mad because he slept with... She's uh, heartbroken, this poor girl. And, you know, yeah, he is absolutely in the wrong here. He's like, oh, I had sex with your co-worker, and she is not happy about it. And he's like, it's because I found your birth control, which, to our knowledge, they had never discussed. So it's not like he ever told her he wanted kids. It's just he got he just decided to do this because he found something he didn't like. And then she mentions that she had an abortion, and now all of a sudden she's the bad guy again. He immediately is like, my mom's picking up the kids and I'll see you in hell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Then he walks away. And now this is where I'm wondering... Uh, are we supposed to be on Ope's side for this? Yeah, of like, damn, dude, she aborted his kid and he found out. That, cause that's not where I stand at all on that issue. I still think Ope is in the wrong here. And also, yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah. Again, we have no belief to, we have no reason to believe that they ever discussed having kids. Yeah, at the very least, it seems like any discussion they've alluded to, it's been she doesn't want to and he wants to. And he's been very open about the fact that he only wants her to to get her out of her job in porn because oh, he's yeah. not comfortable with it. Then, uh, before she said he had an uh, he had an abortion, before she said that she had an abortion, he was like, you know, I don't even know if I want a kid. And we're like, so why the fuck were you so mad about the birth control? And then she brings yep. up the abortion, and then he gets fucking crazy mad about it, and now she's the bad guy again. Maybe that is the message here, is that, like, they, like listen, Ope's been a stupid bitch for the entire series, right? So here's another stupid thing that Ope's doing. Yeah, that, like, yeah, they make him heavily shitty opinions so you can see what an idiot looks like. Yeah, no wonder his wife decided to get shot in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> I would have done the same thing oh, if I was Ope's can wife. can I drive the truck? I'd like to die now. <laughs> I'm fucking sick of being your wife, Ope. Yeah, that's exactly what she did. She, was she like, fucking, you know what? this is when I was when, like, kids listen to Nasty Nate tapes. She was, she's yeah, like, I could be a dead wife. Yeah, <laughs> dead wife, huh? When you let when you let your fucking kids buy nasty Nate albums, <laughs> let your wife buy a nasty Nate album. She's like, dead wife. I can be a dead wife. Yeah, right. Oh, oh, can I drive the truck? Yeah. Do you mind if I drive the truck? And he was like, why? And then she's like, so Tig can shoot me. I'm sorry, Chips can shoot me in the back of the head a bunch of times. So Chips can, according to him, empty an empty a clip of an Uzi into the back of my skull. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was her decision, and I don't blame her for it. Yeah, it's their choice. Yeah. Her body, exactly. her decision. Yeah, Her body, her decision, whether yeah. she wants to take that baby fetus out or blow out the back of her skull. By chips. I mean, her, fa- her face would have been destroyed, too. Ope was looking at her, like, holding her face or, like, afterwards. Her face would have been destroyed. Probably. Her face would have probably, dude, it would have looked like one of David Letterman's watermelons. <laughs> he used to love to drop off the building so very much. David Letterman dropped watermelon on top of a building? He used to love doing what, that. What, he's trying to one-up Gallagher? Yes. He would throw a watermelon off of a building, then uh, chase at, like jump after it with a hammer and try to <laughs> smash it before he hits the ground and dies? <laughs> <laughs> he would whip sledgehammers at falling uh, watermelons. Oh, that's crazy. That's where Mario Brothers stole the idea and Gallagher. Oh, they both stole it from David Letterman? Yes. That's crazy. He's the king. Well, because Mario Brothers are known for smashing watermelons. Well, that's what you're they're saying. They're known for throwing hammers. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Hammer Bros. Yeah, the Hammer Bros are what well, it's supposed to be like a representation of, uh, of David Letterman. David that's Letterman. That's why they look like David Letterman with the glasses. Right. Yeah, they do look like David Letterman. Yeah. You're right. So that's really all that happened. Oh, no, sorry. So that's that's the Ope stuff. That's my stance on abortions. 
Uh, what, what else? Then there's also Spuds talking to Juice. And uh, Juice is like, you ever want to um, push back any of the rules, Spuds? Spuds is like, we knew what we signed up for when we signed up for the rules, Juice. Yeah, Spuds is just, it, it, it's, it's like, it's really funny. It's like one of those times you can tell it's like written for Spuds to directly contradict everything uh, yeah. Juice is trying to talk to him about. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's, it's almost as if he like knows and he's like trying to troll him about it. Or I, I don't know a better way to put it, but he's just like... Uh, Juice is like, so uh, how about some of those rules are pretty hardcore, right? And Spuds is like, yeah, you know, but you got to follow them anyways. <laughs> yeah, I know it really sucks and hard, but whatever. What are you going to do? And then, uh, yeah, so just implying that, uh, I mean, you're not, I wouldn't even say implying, just confirming that. Uh, well, yeah, because he's like, why aren't you mad about the whole black thing, you know, with Fiona being your wife? Oh, and, that's right. And he's yeah, like, he nah, says she's it, yeah. an old lady. Who cares? The rules are the rules. He's like, I don't agree with everything, but, you know, if we, he's like, if we go against one rule, we might as well throw it all out the window. Yeah, he's like, it's insane. The whole conversation is insane because it's like the rules set along. It, it just feels like a, a constitutionalist being like, you should be able to have all the rights of the Constitution, lad. He's like, there's a different time. They were written a long time ago, but we have to follow them all blindly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was like the point of that conversation is just because a rule was written wrong doesn't mean you don't have to follow it. Yeah. So that happens. And then at the end of the episode, uh, well, that's it. But about that, though, is like, are we supposed to be on board with them or are we supposed to be like, is everyone supposed to be an asshole? Are we supposed well, to still like these people? Now we know that they don't allow black people in the club, which again I think is very strange because uh, they—it's not like a whites-only club. It's like uh, you know they know Juice is Puerto Rican. Yeah, uh, which is—I mean, you know—that's American technically. I mean that is true, but is that their criteria? Maybe, maybe he got in a fucking. Maybe they, they barely keep saying in. they have no problem with color. Yeah. But clearly they do. Yeah, they also constantly say, you know, color. Yeah, yeah. say color and other like slurs that I won't. I won't well, even yeah, say. Well, yeah, that was that was a quote. That is said. not how I would normally put it. But yeah. uh, that is something that Clay says a lot. We got no problem with color. Yeah, even they though also you do. always call Mayans brown. Well, there was that one time, and like they always like, well, brown, brown, brown thinks we should be doing this, and yeah. it's like, yikes! It's not like fucking Reservoir Dogs, you racist old turtle. Right. Well, there was that one time in season one after uh, Donna got killed, and Clay tried to make them think it was uh, a black person. Uh, yeah. His words, and uh, anyways, Piney started going off on crazy racial slur rants. Yes. Well, Jax did like hit him and tell him to stop saying it. Yeah. And. Uh, which was good, and so every now and then I'm like, "Yeah, Piney's a cool guy." Then I'm like, "Wait a minute, yeah, didn't you Piney, go off on some kind of crazy n-word rant in season one?" Yeah, Piney is like, yeah, Piney is weird. I mean, what did what did you think? He's he also thinks? he was also loading a shotgun the in, in one of the episodes. It was the point. end of the last episode, right? He seemed Piney's going off the rails. He th- he thinks Clay's gonna kill Taratara. Yeah, and, and go, he's he's going nuts. Clay also confronted Unser. And told him to get out of his way. Right, because Unser is, like, hard pursuing this whole Tara Tara thing. And Clay knows that the death threat to Tara was, was actually Unser's trying to tip tip her off. Uh, so, that, yeah, that's part of the, that episode. And then yeah. at the very end... So, let's wrap this up. The very end, two quick last things. Um, 
Unser. He goes to Gemma's boss. He asks for Gemma's boss, and he has the the death threat for Tara. Yeah, that's right. And then Juice climbs a tree, wraps a chain around his neck, and kills himself. We think. You think. But maybe the branch breaks. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Maybe Juice is dead. Maybe Juice is dead, but we don't know. Mitchell Man is fucking dead. Very dead. Mitchell Man, he's very dead. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll see you all next time. Uh, that's all for me. See you later. See her, you later. Her choice. See you later. Motorcycles. Tattoos. And then tits. And another motorcycles. And then guitars. <laughs>